This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Mistress Carrie, weekdays 10 to 3 on WAAF. Podcasts are always online and on your schedule at WAAF.com. There it is. That is Bullet Holes, the uh, new song from Bush that's on the closing credits of the new uh, John Wick movie, John Wick 3, Parabellum. And I am assuming that is going to be the first single from the new Bush album, Gavin. Yeah, it is. I mean, you just played it. That was the single. Well, I know. Well, when's the record coming out? Like, what are the details? Give me the gossip. Um, I've just, like, you were talking off air about Jeff Goldblum and you have a crush on him and Keanu. I feel slighted. No, you shouldn't. I feel slighted. I, no. I could have done this by phone. No, you shouldn't. And here's why. Because when I put in the request with all of the people, so so just so people understand how it is that we well, can... Is there a straining order against me? No, but I put in the request and I said I would love to have Gavin come up into the studio. I had just watched the video for Bullet Holes and in the email, which I am ashamed to admit in front of you, I said if he wants to come up without a shirt on, that would be fine with me. <laughs> So I was a little disappointed okay. when you walked in here with a dug. shirt on. I know, so rude of me. <laughs> Do you have meetings clothed. about wearing a shirt or not a shirt or these things in the videos? Do you have to have ridiculous meetings like that? We did it with the, the guy that I worked with, uh, Jesse Davey, who directed that uh, video. He, I thought, well, we were doing these different things, and I was talking about Fight Club being an a inspiration of the way it should look and um, some weird face painting stuff like, you know, uh, a heart of darkness, you know, that kind of stuff with Colonel Kurtz, you know, the, the crazy uh, warfare stuff. And he's like, yeah, you should do, we'll do some shots without a, a T-shirt. So when I went to the the the, uh, the video, like my my rack of clothes just had a pair of pants on it. I was like, <laughs> this, is, this seems to be a mistake. Some of the, you know, there's like that was just one shot. And... So then the director's like, look, it's going to be great. I'll show you how it looks. Everything's going to be so fast. Never going to let you just stand in there. Um, so I did it like that. Did yeah, it. and then the whole video is you shirtless. Whole video. Which no, none of us are complaining whole about. Video. So yes. that's what I'm yeah. saying. So the bullet holes video is Keanu Reeves and you shirtless. It's three and a half minutes of heaven on earth for me. Is this getting weird and awkward? I apologize no, if I'm making no, you uncomfortable. No, no I like it. I, I, yeah, I'm a singer. I'm needy. So I was seeking, that, That's I was, right. I was seeking it out. I was oh, like okay. fishing. It's the the uh, the the. I lead. caught a big one. Yeah, <laughs> oh, you did hooked. <laughs> we got this on video too, by the way, so you can probably see the twelve shades of red. By the way, you know, I went to see Perry Farrell last night. Did you go? It was fantastic. Was it really? It was really amazing. I did not know what to expect, and we arrived there at the uh, the winery place. Isn't really, that place cool? It was really cool. And I walked in. I was with Yvette, uh, my tour manager, and um, there's all this great food. And I was like, wow, we can sit and have dinner. I mean, it's kind of awkward because I don't really get that whole music and dinner thing. Yeah. But I was like, this is so cool. But the, they said, we have your seats over here. And we walked to the front. And there were these raised bar seats in the front of the, towards the front, right by the soundboard. And everyone else was sat down. So we were just on these other elevated, small, tiny butt stages. You know, because it's like a little bar stool. <laughs> so there's no there's way a, for you to just blend in in the back. None. No blending. It was a little, we met a few people and it was really fun. And and, uh, and then the lights went down, so it got a bit more subtle. But then I felt awkward. I didn't want to eat crab and watch Perry. I thought that's not right. Yeah, it's He's a little... He's too good for that. He, He's he, too good. He strikes me as someone 
that just doesn't look at the world the way everyone else does. You know, like someone that's colorblind sees the world right. completely differently in a way that if you're not colorblind, you don't understand. Yeah. I just feel like when Perry Farrell gets up in the morning and his eyes open up, he just, the world is just different well, for him. We've seen something beautiful on stage. He was, he was incredible the whole time and really accommodating. And he's a consummate um, showman. He's one of my favorite people to watch on stage. And he was saying that... Uh, that, you know, he's, unlike other people, he began senile, and as he's getting older, he's getting more clarity. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like the Benjamin Button of rock and roll. He is, he is. And it was just it was just perfect, and Eddie was incredible with him. The band's great. This was a great night. I didn't know what to expect, and they're playing tonight, so people should be running down there. I, uh, I told him yesterday, and I will tell you the same thing, you guys are so lucky that Game 7 of the Stanley Cup Finals is not happening today. So lucky. Because so it lucky. would just be a disaster. We wouldn't be there either. We'd be we'd be at the game. You'd be at the garden. We'd be too. like trying to get trying to get tickets. Now I know they're thirteen thousand dollars a piece. What? Yeah, the the ones that are like by the penalty boxes, by the glass. I mean, you could sit way up in the nosebleeds right. for like fifteen hundred. But if you want to be down by the glass, it's it's like thirteen grand. I checked this morning. Wow, that's amazing. are you a hockey guy? Well, I I do. I I many years ago I, I got friendly with a guy Sergey Fedorov. Yeah. And um, so I got into it. I think it's an incredible sport. So fast and dangerous and like athletic. It's incredible. I always had a theory. I have two theories. I want you to back up and let me know if I'm on the right track. Number one, rock and roll wouldn't exist if women weren't bitches. Is that accurate or no? Because I think we inspire all the great rock and roll women. You do. Yeah. Okay. So that's so true. True. And then the other one is, is that... You said it, not me. I yeah, no. Yeah, no, it's fine. It'll be on TMZ that you were calling every woman a bitch on the planet, yeah, yeah. but we don't have I to worry about it. Uh, but the other thing is that actors always want to be rock stars, and rock stars always want to be athletes, and athletes always want to be actors. Is that... Because you've done two out of the three. Yeah, yeah, I have. Um, I'm, I love making music, so I'm happy doing that. I, I think that uh, sports is, you know, incredible, because what I do like about sports uh, people... Um, is that there's no artifice like they really deliver like with us it's like a video a certain look or a movie but this uh with sport you like you either deliver or you don't you win or you lose and uh i, I think that's a that's, that's pretty incredible i like that that edge they live on and they you know the playing hurt thing like i uh you know there have been the rock stars dave grohl or you know you get or mick jagger who just had a piece of his heart replaced and he's going to be at gillette stadium in a couple of weeks that, you know, to play hurt is a little tough. And then you get a guy like Zidane Ochara on the Bruins that's got his jaw wired shut. And he's still playing hockey for the Stanley Cup. Wow. That would be the only injury that you could get that could make it <laughs> impossible for you to go to work. A little hard to get, yeah. the, to get the words out. But, um, yeah, I went, when I went, you know, those hockey players, I mean, they, they, get, they get stitched uh, off the ice. You know, they could come back with, like, uh, stitched up faces, Broken noses, losing teeth. I mean, they, it's not. It's not a. It's not a game for the vein. Have you gotten injured on stage? Do you have a spinal tap injury moment? <laughs> no, I mean you get beaten up. I get beaten up, and and uh, you have to play hurt, or your voice doesn't feel good, or your body doesn't feel good. But you just have to keep quiet, just get on with it. I mean, everyone plays hurt, especially if you play all the time. We play all the time, so. I. Uh... I was talking to Perry Farrell yesterday about uh, his love of the Beatles. Uh, I share that love of the Beatles. I know you do as well. And so I wanted to play 
um, this cover song that you did because it is one of my favorites, and it's the John Lennon cover that you did oh, okay. because I love it so much. So will you hang out with me because I want to play sure. the song, and then you'll be here? Beautiful, yeah. All right, so Gavin Rossdale live in the WAF studio. Uh, he'll be here for a little while. You got text messages. You want to text in a question, text 97107, but this is his fantastic cover of Mind Games. All right, I know that's not the normal song that we would play here at WAF when you have so Gavin heavy. Rossdale here. So the, but it's so beautiful, and Thank I just you. thought that that version, um, especially, you know, being a musician and then being from England, that the bar is kind of high if you're going to try and tackle. Thank you know, it's so weird. I, over the years, I record and do so many songs. I, like, I'd just forgotten about that. When you said about the Beatles, I had, my brain wasn't even clued into that, so... I just, it's Thank one of those, yeah, everybody knows how much I love a good cover song right. and that I love it when the artist kind of makes it their own. Mm -hmm. And I just thought that you did that with that version of Mind Games. I just love it. And there were a lot of great people on that uh, working class hero tribute yeah. album. I mean, yeah. the, the track listing is awesome. Yeah. A lot of love for John Lennon. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, Bush is playing tonight at the Pavilion. You're co-headlining with Live. And this is what day three. Um, yeah. Are you going on last, or do you guys swap? How does we that swap, work? We, we we trade. Oh, okay. So um, I think tonight we're um, before them. Oh, okay. So you don't even know. That's what Yvette's for. Exactly. And she's got the dog. She's got the dog. She's got the information. Yeah, and she knows she has the travel. She knows everything. Uh, can well, I? I know nothing. <laughs> We were just talking while that song was on about uh, the Boston Marathon. Right. Because we were... We I'm were, so impressed you did that. Thank and you. you raised $18,000 for the veterans. Yeah, right. which for the home base program, which is pretty awesome. Are you... I mean, you? I know that being in a band and being up on stage every night, it, you know, it keeps you in good shape. But you also have to kind of take care of your body because being on tour and going on stage every night can beat the hell out of you. Are you a runner at all? No, I love it. But I I don't I don't get out and much to run. Um, when you say you love it, what does that mean? I love the freedom. I love putting on the headphones, going around a park, and just 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 running. Do you it's get beautiful. the high from it? Because mm -hmm, I don't. You don't. No, I looked for the high and came up empty. Really? Yeah. It's just the endorphins through your body. Like uh, I did uh, Bikram yoga yesterday. Same thing. You just put yourself through those things, and you just it releases endorphins. I hate it throughout. But then about on about the second glass of wine last night, I was like, I hated everything I did today, but now it feels really good. Yeah. So you're just sitting there watching Perry Farrell drinking wine, mm -hmm. and you and it was Great like okay, wine and really nice wine. The uh, the Bikram yoga. How hot is that room? 105. Yeah. I don't know if I want to be in a room with a bunch of strangers in 105 degree heat. <clears throat> with a the tippity tap of the dri the sweat drips on your towel as you're doing certain poses. It's pretty gross. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty gross. Did you do that here? Mm -hmm. Do you do you do it in the hotel or did you just no, track go, a place go down? To class, yeah. Oh, okay. Track it down and just go to, go there and uh, you know try and compensate for all the other things that that go against your health and your body. yeah. So just like the Red Bull I was drinking, which got us talking about the marathon and the ice cream that I ate afterwards. Right. Red Bull and ice cream, I mean, two great things. Listen, I am an elite athlete. I, I can now say that I am a Boston Marathon runner. You only have you to run. do it once. You do. And so I am the picture of health and happiness you here. Won, you run one marathon and you are a marathon runner. That's right. Well, you make one skydive, you're a skydiver. There you go. Do you want to go jumping with me? Uh, have you ever I, been? I have not been. Probably not a question I should ask in front of people that manage your the yeah. longevity of your career. Got, yeah. The, way, the risk reward ratio is a little skinny for me. 
<laughs> right now, anyway. At this point, you know, if I didn't have dependents, then I could consider it. Right. I once actually went up, I was at an air show um, somewhere or other, and my friend went up in a, in a plane prop, uh, doing the whole of the stunts, and then they asked me if I wanted to go, and we were with... Um, we're staying at this guy, this film producer's house, Joel Silver's house, and I went in and I got in the plane and I did it, and we did all these flips, and it was like literally the dumbest thing I ever did. I was thinking, why did I say yes? Like I just get in this filthy, stinky plane with a stranger. What a way to go! Like who cares? I don't care if I do backflips in the air. Did you puke? No, I just was like, I'm all good. We can go. We can land now. That was great. Thank you. It was really interesting to be upside down. I'm glad I'm still alive. Why would I do that? It's the dumbest thing I ever did. So no, not interested in in skydiving or jumping out of planes. Um, uh, no, I just you know just oh god, there's so many responsibilities, so many small people that depend on me. Yeah, you do have. What is it Where's like dad? to be dead? What is it you know, like to be a dad for you? It, because your kids have uh, <clears throat> parents who people would consider to be awesome, but at the end of the day, nobody really thinks their mom and dad are cool. Right. Are you cool to them, or are you just dad? Uh, you know, it, it it goes in waves. I think that sometimes I'm cool. It depends on their age. You know, the five year old, six year old, five year old. He's still five. He, uh, I'm super cool. Ten year old, kind of cool. Twelve year old, mm, not so much. But I think also there's a sneaking uh, love in there for like what 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 I do and. He sees that side of it, but he's pretty jaded, you know. Like he comes to shows, and I say, "Did you watch it?" He goes, "Dad, I've seen the show a million times. I'm sorry." Does he take advantage of the fact that you're his dad, as far as like getting him tickets to other artists that he wants to go to? No, not yet. He just, he just, he's very serious about his girlfriend, so he's like a super romantic. He's just on the phone his whole time. Oh, he's 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 that guy. Gotcha. Yeah, which it's nice. I mean, I think that's a really beautiful thing. He's only twelve, and he's or thirteen, just turned thirteen. Jeez, just turned 13, and um, so he's all about that, which I, I think is kind of unusual. That's nice, though. It is. Um, can you hang out with me for a couple more minutes? Can you, can sure. you stay? Sure. All right, Gavin Rossdale's here in the WAF studio. So uh, Gavin Rossdale joining me here in the WAF studio, Bush and live tonight at the Rockland Trust Bank Pavilion. And we were talking about the uh, rooftop pool party that you guys played for us a few years ago. And that afterwards we ended up, uh, I don't think you were there, but we kidnapped your guitar player, Chris Trainer, and we brought him next door to have dinner right. at the Colonnade Hotel at the restaurant. And then there was a fire and then we all ended up uh, outside because we couldn't finish our dinner because there was a fire and everybody was outside. And all the people from the hotel got stuck out there in bathrobes. Right. And you have a hardcore uh, uh, rule about hotel yeah, bathrooms. Style, style tip for the day. Yeah. From Gavin <laughs> uh, I, I think that, I mean, you know, girls can wear the white bathrobes and maybe kimono. But I think for dudes, they're off limits. They look terrible. They're always the wrong size. It looks like someone's pinning your shoulders back, and it's a bad look. And I was, I was thinking, I mean, I'm so vain that I would just grab a T-shirt. Well, I w I've never worn a bathrobe ever. Ever? So not really. I mean, so of middle of the I night have. in a hotel, buildings on fire, yeah. you're going to be worried about what you're wearing when you leave. No, I, if you're going to grab something, I'd grab a T-shirt rather than I'd grab an ugly bathrobe because if you're going to go down, go down in style. <laughs> 
Right. Well, that's what ended up happening is that uh, Chris Trainer from Bush and me and a few other people ended up having to make small talk with all these poor people. Oh, Chris would have been judging those guys. He was. Oh, it was hilarious. He's, he's from Queens. The guy's gonna he's gonna nail them to the mouth <laughs> like a sushi chef. They, <laughs> they they would have they should have stayed in the room and like you know tackled the fire. <laughs> <laughs> it's easier than Chris. But it was, I mean, it was a while, and we were just kind of, and we couldn't leave. And because everyone was there, the longer it took, I bet you, everyone's like, all well, the dudes are like, I knew I should have grabbed something. I feel terrible in this bathroom. Yeah, because you're wearing a bathrobe. That's what's happening. They're, they're, they're imploding on the inside. Yeah, so you, at the, with as much traveling as you do, mm-hmm. you just have a hard, fast rule about the bathrobes. They just don't go there. Because you never know when you're going to get stuck look, on the sidewalk. Nobody, yeah, and like when room service comes in and wearing the bathrobe, it's just awkward and... It's just been. It's just. It's just not a good look. I don't. I don't. I don't recommend it. If anyone cares about what I think, I would say avoid them at all costs. <laughs> all right. I have one more question I have to ask you because I know you have to go because you got sound check tonight. Okay. Uh, when I set up uh, like ways and stuff on my phone to get directions, I have it with the British voice because I find it more polite when it's telling me how to navigate through traffic in Boston. Right. Do you have GPS hooked up on your phone with an American accent? Does I, it go the other way, or do, is yours a British accent? Way. Goes the other way. Really. Yeah. Yeah, I have a soft American female. Really? Mm-hmm. Why is it that that, that that British people like the American accent so much? Because we kind of, I mean, this is New England you're in right now, so we hearken back to the old country, I guess. It's a historical place, and it's so much it feels very English. Yeah. Uh, the, the old streets and the architecture and the houses, so beautiful. Have you spent a lot of time wandering around the city? Yeah, all the time. Really? Mm-hmm. And people don't recognize you and bother yeah. you? Well, they don't. They the first part, yes. The second part, no. They recognize me, but they just say hello. So it's fine. So the next time you're in Boston, like, mm-hmm. how, have you done all the historical stuff? Have you done all the cheesy history stuff? I no. I just kind of wander. You know, I wander more than I'm. I, I don't have a particular plan. I just find myself in certain areas and just go around. And there's a couple of things I always like to do when I'm in Boston. Like what? What else besides well, Bikram there's a, there's, yoga? There's an amazing place to go eat that I always go right near MIT and. Uh, I go and eat some, like, Japanese food there. Really? Mm. I go there every time. Every time I come here, I don't know why. I like it. And then you just kind of wander around the city? from there, yes. And I can eat down North End. I go to around the park, obviously, in the historical area, up, you know, that... that. Have you eaten at Giacomo's yet in the North End? I have not. What is that? It's it, it No, oh, no, it's a sit-down place, oh. but it's old school. Like, nice. no reservations, no credit cards. You wait out on the sidewalk to eat. That's where I ate before the marathon. I waited two and a half hours. Trouble. I don't know about that stuff. It was delicious. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not against uh, making a reservation. It seems so much more simple. You, they don't take them, though. I know. You so, just, you so just, mean. That's how good the food is. You just wait. You wait. You, you wait. sit on the curb you and wait, wait for linguine. That's and right. If you come in a bathrobe, get out of here. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming in. I learned so much from you today. <laughs> your, your deep aversion for bathrobes and shirts and music videos. Oh, no, I'm into shirts and music videos. I Just was just like, not the bullet holes video. Just not that one, yeah. So but, can you give me a, a timeline on when we're going to get the whole new album? Well, it's done. So well, when are we going to get it? I think that this this song will have a few, uh, a few, well, have the summer to play out, and then September, October, that kind of thing. I love it that you have to look at the people well, that know my, what's going on. Not my lane. Yeah, <laughs> release. You're only know. the guy that writes the music, releases the music, records yeah, the music. A team. It's a very big team, and right? I, that, that's that's you know I, my responsibility is in the studio. Once I've I once I've made the record, I hand it over to 
pizza and he gets it done. Right. Well, thank you so much for coming Thanks and hanging with me. I appreciate it. We'll have a great show tonight. We will. And go we Bruins. Shall. Go Bruins. That's an incredible night for you guys. It's, it's history, right? Yeah, tomorrow we'll mm-hmm. win the cup if we get it tomorrow. And then we, we get to have a parade. And as you say, you're so right. So happy that me and Perry get to play the night before. Yeah. Great. You, I mean, there's enough drunk people roaming around Boston on a regular Tuesday. You don't need a Stanley Cup final the same night. You just don't need that in your life. Right on. All right. Gavin Rossdale tonight. Bush at the Pavilion. Go to the concert page at WAF.com for the details. I will leave you with Machine Head, and we are now commercial free. It's the WAF Workday Blitz 2. Mistress Carrie, weekdays 10 to 3 on WAAF. Podcasts are always online and on your schedule at WAAF.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.